This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today, I'll be discussing the next film, or in this case, TV show, for Star Wars Week. This is a TV show that premiered on Disney XD in 2018 and takes place between The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. I'm, of course, talking about Star Wars Resistance. Okay, so some technical details about Star Wars Resistance. Kazuda, or Kaz, he's the main character of the show. He's, his name is homage to Lawrence Kazdan, who's the writer of The Empire Strikes Back, Solo, Return of the Je- and Return of the Jedi, as well as The Force Awakens. Nico, or Niku, who's one of the other characters in the show, his species is first introduced in Return of the Jedi, and... It's one of the background characters, but it's cool seeing that they're trying to connect the original trilogy with this new sequel trilogy. It seems with every subsequent animated show from Disney, they get shorter and shorter and shorter, with Clone Wars having seven to eight seasons, because there's a couple mini-episodes that they um, accrue into that. Rebels having four, and then this one only having two. And another point people point out is the quality also decreases with each series as well. And so now we'll get into the plot. And the way I recorded this, or the way I wrote this out is, um, I watched the first two episodes of the season and the last two episodes of the season. And in this case, because there was only two seasons, I only watched eight episodes instead of four. So let's talk about the first part of episode one. So Kaz, or Kazuda, he joins the Resistance as a spy, and he ends up in a race against the pilots. And when we're introduced to him, he's a super kind of cocky, I want to say young adult age. He seems to be in his early 20s. Kind of doesn't start off on a good foot because he's not very likable. Um, And then part two um, shows the actual race that Kaz carries out. And he races, and he continues to cause controversy amongst the group he's with. Um, he, he seems to pick fights with people. He's, like I said, a little arrogant, doesn't know what he's doing. and But he does end up with a group of mechanics who kind of take him in, led by Jaeger and Tamara, as well as Niku. And uh, those are the first two episodes of season one. Then the last two... Kaz has to save the Colossus, which has been sunk by the First Order, and uh, and while he's running through trying to, you know, kick out all the stormtroopers, he sees a hologram recording saying the First Order has completed Starkiller Base, and it blows up three uh, distinct planets of the New Republic, one of them being his own homeworld, and he's absolutely devastated and shocked because, you know, all of his friends and his family were on that planet. And so he's totally furious. He wants to, you know, kill the First Order. But um, that's where the episode ends. Then part two, Kaz and his friends, they, they're able to drain out the Colossus, which initially they think is a base, but in reality it's a giant hyper, it's a giant um, cargo ship. And so they're able to drain out all the water, get out all the troops, and they jump into hyperspace to escape a bunch of star destroyers that have showed up from the first order and so that's season one um 
in season two, the first episode, uh, the Colossus has many, many malfunctions as a result of their last battle. And so Gaz goes down to try to fix the hyperdrive. But unfortunately, um, at the end of season one, Tamara, she decides to go with the First Order, and she was one of the better mechanics. And he's really, you know, sad and distraught by the fact that she would leave them. And so, in part two, the Colossus needs some new parts. And, of course, they run into the First Order again. And so they're able to scrape by and find some parts to fix the ship again, and then they're able to go into hyperspace. Again, leaving the First Order kind of um, dumbfounded that they're able to keep escaping from them. Alright, and then the last episodes of the season, in part one, Tamara, she decides she's had enough of the First Order after seeing them uh, destroy this planet with a lot of innocent villagers on it. And so she sends a distress signal back to Kaz, and she goes back to Castellon, which is where the, um, where the Colossus used to be on, and where the series picked up. She goes there to meet Kaz and Jaeger, who's like I stated earlier, their mentor, but unfortunately, they're captured by the First Order, because Tamara, she went down in her own TIE fighter with a couple of her squadron, but then she turns and goes rogue on them, knocks out her co-pilot, and kills the rest of the stormtroopers, and then they they try to escape, but um, a Star Destroyer comes in, imprisons them, and then in part two, the First Order finds out where the Colossus is. And so Kaz sends a transmission to the Colossus saying they need to jump out of hyperspace because the First Order is coming to get them. Um, and initially, the the people on the Colossus are reluctant because they feel, you know, Kaz has kind of been a traitor. He hid the fact he was a, a resistance spy. They felt they couldn't trust him. But when they saw the transmission and saw he was in trouble and he needed help, they decided, okay, we'll, we'll go help them instead of fleeing. And so some of the best pilots, they go out and they attack the First Order. And then Kaz and friends, they escape. And uh, the last shot of the show is all the characters, all the good guys, gathered together again inside the bar that all these characters initially met in. And uh, that's the end to the series. There are no plans to make a third season, so this is the last ep official last episode of the season. So that's the plot for the whole series of Star Wars Resistance. Again, there are over 40 episodes, so there are a lot more stories that I didn't go over. And so if you have any interest in this show, go ahead and watch all of those. And it's available on Disney Plus right now. Um, so I'm going to go on a break real quick. But first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone. But that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so we're back from our break. Now I'm going to get into some critical views and my personal views on Star Wars Resistance. So 
Critics love this show. They nominated it for two Emmys, and it won a Saturn Award for Best Animated Series for Season 2. I'm sorry, for Season 1. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 92%, but an audience score of 56%, making it rotten. And so you could definitely see that the fans and the critics are very divided on this show. Um, fans absolutely hated it. They think it's awful. The animation's awful and all of that. But then the critics loved it. They thought it was great storytelling, great for kids. And uh, it's very interesting to see the differences between critics and what audiences think of it. it it's very, very strange because usually, um, usually they're pretty similar, but these are so polar opposite of reviews. It makes you wonder if it really is that good of a show or not. It, it's really weird. And then IMDb, for example, gives it a 4.9 out of 10. The question is, who should we trust more, the Star Wars fans or the critics? And then the third point, like I said, fans absolutely hate this show. A lot of fans recommend skipping it, that it's not worth watching, and it doesn't improve the sequel trilogy at all. In fact, it kind of adds a little bit more of stupidity to it. Yeah, critics and audiences are very divided on it. So now, this will, now we'll get into my personal views. Um... Honestly, I think Kaz, the main character, he's annoying. He's a wimp. Um, he's not likable at all. I have a very hard time liking him as a character. And so if you can't like the lead character, then the rest of the show kind of suffers. You know, he, he's there's an episode where um, they're being chased by a little ball droid like uh, BB-8 but it's a imperial one. He doesn't have any guns on him or anything, so he's being chased, kind of screaming, running. And it's like, this guy's a total wimp. And he gets saved by a droid. And you're like, why am I liking this character? Now, they do say he was from a rich family and all of that, but I still think he should be likable and be a little bit more braver than that. I can understand maybe being surrounded by stormtroopers and freaking out like that. But this was a droid. Why was he so scared of a little droid? It's not like the droid has guns or anything. It just could electrocute you, maybe. But yeah, I I just did not like him as a character. I think he was very poorly written and very unlikable. Okay. Then the next point, the animation is okay, but it feels very lazy. I don't like the outlines they put over the characters. I don't like the gradient coloring they try to do with it it's it's pretty bad i know they're trying to make it different from rebels and clone wars which i commend them for i think you know changing styles and all that is great but i just think it was poorly executed i i think it was not a good not a good choice for animation wise i think it suffered significantly because of that and then the last point too many annoying characters i do not like niku I do not like Tamara. I don't like Kaz. I like Jaeger. He's probably the only character I actually like in the show. Everyone else is super annoying, got a weird voice, hard to like. It's just, it's a mess. This whole show is a mess, and I'm very disappointed with how it turned out. Um, I thought I hated Rebels. <laughs> but no, I think this one takes the cake. This one is awful. Honestly, if you're a Star Wars fan, steer clear of this one. This one is not worth your time, not worth watching, and 
Um, I think you'll be better off not watching it. All right, well, those are my thoughts and feelings on Star Wars Resistance. Next time, I'll be discussing the next film for Disney Week. This is a classic film that showcases the love story between a polite and proper Cocker Spaniel and a rough-around-the-edges mutt. I'm, of course, talking about Lady and the Tramp, 1955. All right, well, until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website, www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema, where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.